Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and this week we'll be talking about Eddie Jones coming to Japan, also uh, Sam Kane and uh, Dan Coles coming to Japan as well, so a lot going on. Uh, Ikimashou! Welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Uh, like I said, I am Doug, Dagu, Datsuyaku, and um, yeah, it is very hot. Bloody Atsui here in Japan at the moment. A lot hotter than you'd expect for uh, November. But I'm, uh, yeah, not necessarily uh, complaining. It's a uh, pretty good weather. Yesterday was a bit stormy. It was uh, a bit NZ weather in the morning. Rainy airs, windy airs, and then uh, sunny airs in the um, afternoon. So the old four seasons in one day. I have uh, been listening to a bit of Harry Potter in Japanese on a with our audiobooks, I'm trying to get a hold of the English version, but for some reason on, on Audible that I'm on, couldn't uh, get it with the subscription, had to pay crazy amounts of money for it, so I thought, you know, be great opportunity to practice or keep the Japanese up with you know, a bit of Hari Potter in Nihongo, uh, and I've read the English one so many times that it's almost kind of like a instant check on how uh, they translate it and how I would and they use um bit of interesting lingo that you know some of it's stuff I've never heard so it's a uh, great study material for me so um yeah a great way to start a rugby podcast by talking about the boy who lived but um yeah uh, yeah uh, woke up is done and dusted like I said last week so moving on to a bit of league one action and there's been a lot going on uh, in terms of signings off the field and also rumors of who's going to be coaching Japan for the next cycle, uh, the national team for the next cycle. So yeah, it is all on. Obviously had, uh, a bit of rugby on the weekend as well, a lot of preseason games. Um, one that is really quite, uh, notable for everyone outside of Japan was the Panasonic Wild Knights playing, uh, the Reds. The Reds are retaining their shield, uh, 31 29, uh, when they played at, uh, Ballymore. So. Yeah, it's all uh, starting to heat up. All the teams are getting into their final month of prep before the uh, League One season starts. Like I said, very exciting times. Um, and then, yeah, I guess we'll start straight away with a bit of rugby news of the week. Rugby news of the week. There are a lot to choose from. Uh, but I guess the biggest one is just on Eddie Jones did a press conference uh, while he was kind of in Japan. Um, yeah, according to foreign media, it's just said he was coming over for a trip with his uh, wife, but I'm sure while he's over here, he'll be talking with Santori, who he's uh, working with as well. He's always been working with. Um, and yeah, he've said, uh, he said that he doesn't have an offer or anything from uh, Japan yet, but if they did come to him, then he'd be interested in coaching them. Um, a lot of, I guess, mixed um, reactions from that. People in Japan who only really remember or only know of the stuff that happened um, in Japan uh, obviously came from to come back. Um, people who have been following stuff outside of Japan, especially in recent times, um, aren't as keen. Uh, seeing a lot of people hoping that Japan goes a different direction, and um, yeah, I think really is for the best to go a different direction. Um, especially after, I mean, his Aussie stint was it a five-year contract that lasted ten months? So um, yeah. Obviously, he said that was supposedly because financial reasons, but you'd think that financial stuff uh, probably wouldn't change too much in 10 months. Um, if it was something that's going to be a problem now, then probably could have uh, assumed it was there um, or 
you knew about that problem when you first started up. So yeah, not too sure what the whole story is about um, the Aussie situation, but uh, the other coach that's been touted is um, the Kubota Spears head coach, uh, Franz Ludica. So um, yeah, his obviously a fan favorite in Japan um, took Kubota, who were always a team that you know struggled uh, down the bottom of the top division uh, back then, top league. But obviously, um, after a few years over here, has um, got them to champions. Uh, you know, the reigning champions at the moment. So yeah, it will be interesting to see who Japan goes with. But um, yeah, the media obviously follows Eddie Jones uh, wherever he goes, and um, yeah, who knows? He said he was committed to Aussie and stuff, and you know he's. Um, a few weeks ago and then obviously he's uh quit so who knows what's going to happen um but yeah we'll keep our eyes peeled and then uh another obviously there's another podcast with just myself so keep it short and sharp and just move straight on to around the grounds around the grounds a slightly different format uh this time i'll talk more about the notable signings uh so Obviously, like I said in the intro, um, ran out of time, didn't get to say everyone, and obviously the biased Kiwi talked about the two uh, Kiwis who are coming, but first one, Sam Kane, um, coming to Santori uh, with McMahon, obviously being deregistered, I guess, uh, for injuries, so the second year in a row for him. He won't be able to play um, for Santori. Sam Kane with that red card in the final um, this week. It was announced that he's going to be suspended for three games. It can change to two uh, with a coaching seminar or the clinic that they're allowed to. Um, but there was interesting guess, uh, info on World Rugby where they said the three preseason games are going to count for that, which the preseason games never count for any um, bans or suspensions um, over in Japan. They do in other countries, I think, and I think also the yellow cards, red cards in those countries are uh, in the uh, preseason games in those countries also count um so japan kind of does it a different way where it's only the official games that count uh, in terms of the bands but also in terms of uh what games count towards the band so um yeah i'm be uh, interesting to see some clarity on that i can't imagine santori will be able to use those practice games um for the band because you know no one else has ever been able to do that if santori get away with that then it'll be um yeah sure everyone will start doing that as well um so if that's just uh i guess a mistake from world rugby and he will be out for the first two or three world uh for the first two or three um league games then uh that will you know follow what's been happening in japan um they've got a lot of guys uh obviously there in their team that can um step up while he's where they got a lot of japanese international uh players as well um notably uh obviously uh chiseling colby uh going there so big signing um they've always had that and i expect a foreigner in their team um in the past it was guys like uh, tavida lee who's uh, actually gone to honda this season but um uh, they're one of the few um teams that uses that foreign spot on a wing um and uh category c wing at that so um yeah it'll be interesting to see how he goes obviously he's a very slippery customer so i think he should um go well in japan we also had a confirmation that Dan Coles is coming over um, to cover for Malcolm Marks, who's out for the season, coming to Kubota Spears for one year. So, yeah, um, obviously very experienced, 90 caps for NZ, um, and loves a bit of niggle as well, as uh, everyone knows uh, that's what he's famous for. So, um, yeah, I think uh, with his pace, as he's quite a dynamic hooker, obviously I think he'll go well in Japan. Um, there were kind of reports from 
Wales that Lee Halfpenny was coming to the Drocks or the D-Rocks, but obviously um, they had three Category C players in Sam Gill, Karevri and um, Falau, so that was always looking unlikely. I uh, ended up going to Super Rugby, as you've already seen. Um, uh, it's not only Div 1 teams that are signing uh, you know, former internationals or internationals. I had guys like Piers Francis uh, going to the Watergush in uh, third Div, so yeah, all the uh, Japanese teams in all divisions are obviously looking to strengthen you just um can really i guess notice how many uh, internationals are coming to japan when you see that 13 of the uh players in the world cup final are coming to japan next year um or this season sorry um but yeah those uh players especially the ones who were in that uh final going the ones that are going to new clubs um clubs they haven't been to before uh i feel like they'll be cutting it quite fine um arriving to Japan not sure how ready they'll all be to uh, play in the first round uh, of League One but um, yeah exciting you don't see too many um, leagues in Japan that have all these international stars are playing Um, obviously games like baseball which is massive over here like a lot of the big stars are you know Japanese players and they got a lot of um, American talent and South American talent as well so um, but like soccer, they don't normally have the guys who, you know, are at the top of the game coming in the numbers that rugby has. Um, so it should be a great third season of, uh, League One. But, um, yeah, Japanese clubs are probably having to pay overs and overs to get these guys, especially with the yen being so weak at the moment. But even with that, still managing to get all these players across. So, um, yeah, can't wait for the season to start. Um, to see all those guys we saw in the World Cup playing and also a lot of young talent Japanese and foreign coming through and um playing in Japan as well so um you'll be hoping so yeah I'm just hoping that uh the league just continues to grow and grow keeping that financial support from the companies and hoping that the league just becomes more and more competitive uh so good to see another team win the league um that wasn't you know the likes of Santori or Pana or you know Toshiba Kobe kind of um area so um yeah hopefully uh that keeps continuing it just becomes a really competitive league where any team in the um 12 team division one can um you know win in any given year so uh yeah sorry this is a gonna be a very very miji or short uh one this week um i'm sure when it's just me i just uh, want me to get along with it as well but um yeah uh the dinobores are playing a game this week against Dokomo at our home ground so um yeah if you're around uh, obviously you can come in for free so be great to see a lot of people there and uh we've had great support so far in our preseason games and um like I said in the previous podcast 100 yen entry for the first I think 2,000 people um for our first game of the season 9th of December at Gion Stadium in Sagamihara um against the Kintetsu Liners so um here we're getting into the business end of it uh cannot wait and yeah thanks very much for listening i think uh japan rugby i want to say they're the winner on the day um will probably depend on what happens with their japan international coach situation um but as a game of a couple of all blacks coming over and um yeah full credit to uh the japanese weather for giving us a bit of a uh, sunshine and heat in um in november so uh yeah sorry i uh am rambling again but if you want to uh comment or ask any questions or do anything you know if you want to reach out you can through J- at japan rugby weekly at uh, gmail.com or japan rugby weekly on instagram um we also have merch that you can only buy from japan at the moment but you can get the link um 
from our Instagram page as well. Appreciate all the support again from everyone. Had over a hundred episodes, like uh, as you know, and um, yeah, it's all thanks to all the support that you guys give us uh, every week. So thank you so much um, for everything, and yeah, arigats. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.